Cool. All right. Welcome, guys. Hope you're good. Um, so tonight is just literally um, more, more of a chance to get some Q&A one-on-one time. Um, obviously, we've got the seminar coming up on Saturday. So um, I'm going to do my best to get as, through as many questions as possible for all of you. Um, help as many of you as possible. We're going to rattle through. Uh, as you can appreciate, there might be a lot of people that want to get on and get their questions in. So it's going to be short, sharp, blunt. Um, uh, rather than sitting here wanking each other off all night. Okay, so let's get straight into it. Um, Andrew, I know you want to go first. So let's, oh, recording, yes. Hello. How's it going? I'm okay, yourself? Yeah, great. Great. Go for it. Uh, I have been doing my one-year and five-year plans. A wee bit of kind of disconnect you know, in there, I, I watch back your kind of uh, presentation. So I kind of think I've got my kind of head round about it. I mean, the, the, the main one is kind of um, around my career and they don't quite kind of align. But what I was wanting to ask you was about work-life balance because you work at home and you said sometimes you're fried after doing daddy daycare and you're behind by work and stressed, you know, sometimes I feel as if I face into that, you know, too as well. Uh, and with these conflicting uh, priorities, I kind of feel I'm sometimes conceived as a shit performer. And it was just to kind of um, get your take and what you would do if you were in my shoes. Uh, who, who thinks you're a shit performer? My, my work. And and why do and why did I think that? I just don't know. Just it's just a kind of gut. just a kind of gut feeling I have. So, so this is an overthinking mentality you've got. You haven't. No one's turned around and said you, Andy, you're shit. Well, well, the the they're, they're saying I'm not. Doing, they're, they're saying I'm not uh, meeting the expectations of the role. So okay. in a roundabout way, they're saying you're shit. Okay, so what if they, if they must have told you why? Well, that is that is a challenge in itself because they just kind of put a kind of strap line and say that without actually dialing down into the, you know, the details, you know, so that I can improve. Okay, so I think... Number one, that, that I wouldn't be happy with that in terms of if I turn around and said your performance is not very good, but I'm not going to get right. Imagine telling your kid, right? You say you're not doing that great, but I'm not going to tell you what you're not doing great, and I'm not going to tell you how you need to improve. So, <laughs> like, there's either a disconnect in what you're trying to tell me, or or what you're trying to understand from what they're saying. So, you need to be really clear in terms of the before. If that, if if you're being told that you're not meeting expectations. Number one, you need to be going, why? Like the, the main question about anything in anything we do is why and how can I improve? In terms of the work-life balance, Andy, it's <clears throat> the, the, the statements that you were making there in terms of me being stressed when there was um, daddy daycare and I was trying to work. The way that I've addressed that is the way that I often quite share on Instagram and I've shared a couple of things with you in terms of the time blocks. I now on daddy daycares 
won't will I've, I've completely changed my morning routine so instead of my morning routine being very focused on going to the beach and doing all of that it's very work heavy um and but we're still personal time in the morning so for me I start work from 4.15 in the morning and from 4.15 to 7.30 in the morning, it's work-related stuff now. So if I'm on a daddy daycare, I will finish work at actually 8.30. I will push on to 8.30 when Jem leads with the big one to go and drop her off at school. And then I will fully be present for Darcy as a work-life balance thing. So the thing that I was becoming aggravated with and annoyed with was the fact that I was trying to do my work during the day trying to be a present father for Darcy and the two just were conflicting and creating, if you like, a nuclear explosion, which created frustration and guilt. So I had to change the way that I run. I've changed my whole operation about how I run uh, my life. Uh, and in terms of from 4.15 right through the morning is very heavy work loaded with a morning walk to decompress, ready to go into the second phase of the day. So with work-life balance, allowing me to do that allows me to free up time working from home without the pressure of having to get things done during the day. And it means that actually the pressure's off by the time I start my second phase, either at nine o'clock or 11 o'clock, depending on like whether I'm doing jujitsu or whether what's happened with my schedule. So it means that I don't have to be as intense. And on the days I do have Darcy, I don't even really have to get into work. So that allows me that separation. Does that make sense? Yeah, see, I think I think what I'm maybe maybe I haven't asked the question in a in a good enough way, JB, because when when my wife's working, I need to get up. well, you know, she's away before the kids get up, and she's back about half past eight, so I need to do, you know, get Andy, up. Be really clear on what you need from me. Sorry, it was just it was just to kind of get a kind of idea of what you do, so that I can. I've just told you. So that so that's what I do in in my mm-hmm. routine right there. Mm-hmm. What, what I've just explained. Right. Okay. Okay. So that, what I want to do is to pitch this to my boss and say yeah. the days that I'm daddy daycare, I'm looking to start maybe not at four fifteen in the morning, but at a kind of earlier. You know, yeah, you know, start. I think so. I think a reason you got to find a, a balance that works well for you. So, yes, I would suggest that actually maybe that you start at, I don't know, half past five and you work from half past five to half past seven. And that's two hours of the number one priority that your employee is expecting you to to take. And mm-hmm. then, you know, having that communication with your employer, I think is important because if you haven't told them the constraints that you've got in terms of, like this is why I'm not maybe performing at the level you require. It's because we've got these these struggles that I have to be home for my kid. This is what's happening. If you're not communicating that, then as an employee, oh sorry, as an employer, they're not going to understand what's going on behind the scenes. So that that's where you have to lead yourself and take charge in that situation, so they have all of the facts. Make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because. It- Usually about three thirty when all the kids are back, you know, in from school, it's pretty kind of difficult to, you know, to concentrate, do work when they are constantly coming up. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I I completely appreciate that, and that's where you have to then go away, and then you have to you have to test different 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 routines that are going to work for you and that are not going to work for you. Yeah, 
And I think you have to take the leadership and the role in terms of taking that to your employee, employer. Make sense? Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Thanks. Are you coming on Saturday? Wish I could. Um, I can, unfortunately. Okay. Um, I think I'm. I think I'm nervous to attend anyway. After the last time you said that you would be uh, pinning me to the ground and punching me for <laughs> <laughs> what for not showing up. <laughs> yes, and you do realise, Andrew, that is not actually real. It would probably be more of a bear hug and like fucking rattling you around like a baby's rattle to sort your shit out. It was probably more more of the case. Um, all well, right. I spoke I spoke to um, Mikey B last week. I know week you did. And, I know. And I think um, at some point, you know, he was he was ready to grab you and drive up to, to Glasgow to yep. take it in turns to I know. We had the, the, we had the private plane ready to go to land in your garden fuck you up and then leave and then hopefully you'll be ready to show up. <laughs> right. Now fuck off and do the work, Andrew. Like you know what to be doing. You should be, you should be at the very top here. So action, action. That's all I want to see. That's all I want to mm -hmm. hear. Happy? Well, one, one thing I do want to ask is, Andy, if... I need to give time for the other lads. Oh, sorry, so, sorry. All right, okay. sorry. I, I, and then, so go away and work on that work-life balance, and then on the next one, come back to me, and we'll focus on the next. All right, okay. All right. Cheers. Happy? Sorry about that. All Good, right. Don't be Cheers. sorry. Don't be Thanks. Sorry. <laughs> right, who's next? Hands up, wave, whatever. Oh, we're going to do one of those nights where no one fucking wants to talk. The whole That's it, right. Ian, let's go. Guys, start putting your hands up now on the things here, whether it, whatever question you've got, like this is your opportunity to get that fucking thing that is niggling you or stopping you back or holding you back. This is an open, safe environment. This is the whole point of this session, right? Let's go, Ian. And I know that you're all not 100%, so you best be putting your hands up. Go for it. Yeah, Um I think I already know what the answer is going to be, and I think it's going to be short and sweet from you. But um, let's go then. Mentally, really good, really strong, um, stronger than I've been for a long time. Physically, since my holiday and having COVID for the last three weeks of having a chest infection, um, I've just lost my mojo to train. Struggling with morning routine, and just it doesn't help with the shitty weather. I know that's not an excuse; it just is what it is. And yeah, just really struggling to, to get back into it, really struggling, which I'm really surprised at. Ian, do you know what I love about what you just said is that you went straight into excuse mode, like the probably the third word that you said was like, <laughs> you were just giving me those excuses straight away, just in terms of in, in terms of that. So my answer to you is, are you happy sticking on another two, three stone ready for your wedding? No. Right. No, uh, you, you, I'm really you, looking forward to. I'm really looking forward to this weekend. Just because it's going to be focused around you getting fat and not doing the work <laughs> for your wedding. So you know as well as I do that motivation is is um, is unsustainable. Okay, it is. It, you you can't do anything based on motivation. All right, for the next five months, none of you are going to be motivated to train. Because most people start fucking shitting their pants when it gets dark and it's cold and it's raining and we all feel sorry for ourselves. And that's, oh, I just want to stay in bed for another half an hour. 
guys, we should be doing all of this hard. Like, this is the time to build character, right? Telling, like, using uh, excuses like it's cold and it's wet. It's, it's just, honestly, it, it it's a really poor excuse not to show up. It should be the time that actually we go, God, it's easy in the spring and the summer, but it's not so easy when it's winter and when it's really cold. Like, I don't want to get in my cold shower. Like, I'll wake up. Sorry. I'll wake up and, I'll, and I'm not putting the heating on. Like, it's my mission not to put the heating on this winter, despite my wife probably sneaking it on when I'm not there. But it's like, this is the time to build that internal fire and that internal mental resilience. Do you know what I mean? So we should be looking at it as an opportunity, not as a negative not to show up. You should be remembering that actually you've just asked somebody what you're going through, as well as like obviously being ill, you've just proposed to your future wife. You're in your little love bubble. You're where my son is. He's just like fucking falling in love and just stopped training for four months. And whenever you kind of fall in love, you kind of get all cozy. You want to hibernate and disappear where we're missing the workers mentality. We're missing what's required to get to the place that we want to. Right. You want to look sharp when you're at the end of the aisle, when your missus is walking down the aisle and she's going, fucking check that guy out. That is what your fire should be, right? When we don't have motivation, think about all of your failures. Think of all of the hard times that you've gone through and you've gone through plenty. Think of everything that you're trying to, um, think of everything that you're trying to achieve and use that as the fuel to showing up okay not motivation but we'll just remember the hardships because what you're on is a trajectory of going back to that place mm. it's a slippery slope and guess what no one gives a fuck you could be you could put on two three stone and the only person that's gonna it's only gonna affect is you so that's why we must make sure that we are showing up for for, for ourselves lead you to lead them do you know what i mean we shouldn't yeah. be waiting for a conference or a seminar to get motivated. You should be up tomorrow morning at half past four and you should be fucking hitting the gym, going for a run, doing something that's going to help you lose weight. Yeah. Yeah, I know it'd be short so and uh, and um, yeah, to the point. I appreciate so, that. So what have you planned in for exercise this week? Um, I was going to get out for a walk in the morning for an hour before probably get up about five, quarter past five, get out and do an hour's walk. And then in the evening, do some um, stretches for my back and then a so, little bit of light weights for my back. So you were due to do that today, right? Um, I'm going to do some light weights tonight. OK. I did yoga this morning. Right. I am getting back into it. I just... Okay. Not as much as I want to be doing, you know, just yeah, yeah. It's, it's not going to be pretty though, is it? I think, I think everybody looks for the like the perfect regime and the perfect scenario, but it's not going to be like mm. it's, it's just not going to be, guys. Like, it's not fucking pretty, it's not sexy. Like, showing up is not sexy, it's not like suddenly you do it and you feel like you're fucking He Man walking down the, down the aisle, do you know what I mean? And everything feels cushy. It's fucking graft, it's hard graft, it's easy doing not doing anything, it's easy sitting around watching Netflix. It's easy sitting around having a drink. It's easy letting everything get on top of us because we can just drink our way to numb ourselves and just forget about it and pretend it's not happening, you know? 
I got back to over 420 guys in an email I sent out last Thursday. And every single one of them is just self-sabotaging themselves with excuses, with reasons why they can't show up. Do you know what I mean? And it's that procrastination that 95% of them will never show up in life. Like, that's a fact. 95% of people on this planet will not show up. And they will die unhappy and unfulfilled because they didn't want to put the work in. And that's the truth. And that's the fact. You know, you just don't want to be that stat. We want to be in the, the top 5% that show up. And the top 1% that excel further than you've ever excelled. That's not really directed at you. That's just in terms of everybody. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. No, appreciate okay. it. Back right. Go get the fuck on with it. Let's go. Cheers, bro. John. John Hammond. Hello, mate. I'll just be a little bit quiet. I'm sitting in the control room. Um, yeah. Um, I'm smashing all the pillars. The health just needs a lot, bit more work and it's connection to what I want to achieve. It's not, I don't like using the motivation word. We all know that just a lot of pants. Um, I'm just not connecting quite right with what I want to achieve. So I'm not pushing hard enough. Why? Um, I know why. Um, I've just got a little bit lazy and it's so the morning routine sometimes is a struggle because the evening routine isn't right because I'm not going to bed early enough because you end up sitting there watching Netflix or YouTube or anything else. And so I know how to fix it. I just wanted to come on and admit that I need how to fix it. Okay, that's cool. That's cool. Why do you think you got lazy? Um, weather. Well, no, I don't know why. I'm not making excuses. I got lazy because I got lazy. It's my fault. What was the trigger to getting lazy? I think come back from holidays and just wasn't happy with some things in the house and just other things seem to seem to allow them to overtake. And then you think, oh, I just need a rest. And no, it just little things triggered and snowballed. And perhaps my mental health strayed a little bit, which is now back on track, um, which is now getting fixed. And yeah. Why do you think your good. mental health took a hit? Um, I was starting to do some EMDR and some work on my mental health. So it just made it a little bit worse to start with. Um, so I was doing um, trauma-based CBT and that sort of thing to address some issues. So it always gets a little bit worse before it gets better. Um, and then, but, you know, work has changed um, drastically for the next couple of months in a good way. Uh, okay. Um, so... So I'm, do you I'm, think there's any 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 connection between the training that you were doing for the trauma-based stuff and the yeah. stuff where you're not showing up, where you're giving quite a lot of energy mentally, emotionally, and physically to something, which is was, then withdrawing it was, you? It was impacting on my sleep um, because it was making some of the, the, the dreams and, the, and that sort of thing a, a worse for a while. Um, yeah. And just, you know, how to, how to deal with it, you know. Um, and... I still get, you know, I've got, I've got triggers now. And there's a few, been a few triggers this week, which I've lovely identified. No, stop looking at that. Stop thinking about that. Stop, you know, crikey looking, you know, accidentally looking at the news, which I've really tried not to do. Um, and then you see things about the, um, the COVID inquiry. And, and then it just, no, don't look at that. Don't read what those um, knobheads have been doing. Um, <laughs> okay. So uh, I, this is a really good example of how a distraction, and this is for everyone, not just for you, John, 
This is a prime example of how a lack of focus somewhere, just like over here, can draw your attention. And then it can trigger a funnel of bad habits of, oh, just want to know what the news is. I just want to know what this is. I just want to, and, and, and in theory, who gives a fuck about the COVID inquiry? Like, and this, so this is my mentality. Some of you might, and I appreciate that and respect that. But this is, my mentality is that, what, what and I, <laughs> I literally don't know how it ended up on the TV today, but Loose Women was like, I walked in and Loose Women was on. And I was just like, what is going on here? Like, like over opinionated people, like over like inquiries that were about two, three years ago that we can't do anything about. And I think all it does is fuel distraction. Okay. So they're just a couple of, so doing a course is fueling distraction. Now, if we were reviewing ourselves at the level that we, I, I try to encourage everybody to, we could understand that actually, John, you could understand that actually I'm going through this trauma-based training. It's unpacking a few things. So I'm not going to beat myself up. So I just need to be aware that actually it's triggering some other bad habits. And if we do that review on a, on a, on a regular basis, and I mean like connecting with what's happening. And I always joke around with this, but you can do this having a dump on the toilet, right? You can literally go in, what's going on? Why am I not showing up at the top 1%? Do you remember I did a focus session about two, two focus sessions ago? And I said, always ask you the question, why, why is this happening? What is the trigger in me? Always challenging that. Because when you figure that out, you find the root cause of why you're not showing up. For all of you, every single one of you, if you're trying to figure out why am I not in the top 1% of people that show up, you've got to ask yourself, why am I not? Because you'll ask yourself the five whys. And if you noticed, I asked you, I think, about four different whys. And each time we went to a why, we went deeper and deeper and deeper to understanding Actually, what's the real problem to you not showing up? Cool. Yeah. Cheers, mate. So just future that attention to detail. Are you there? Are you there on Saturday? Hell on earth wouldn't stop me being there. Don't say Short that. of a family emergency. <laughs> I'll be Good there. Man. All right. See, I'll see you Saturday. Saturday. Well done. Uh Bryn. Where are you? Hey. Yeah. How's it going? Yeah, overall it's good. Overall it's good. <laughs> I might sound a bit morose. No, um, lots going on. Um, bunch of redundancies at work. Don't really know where um, the directors of our business think they're going. So that would put a little bit of a wobble in my step. The dark months have come in. I've overdone it on the exercise in the first three quarters. So I've wrapped in the last two. Um, so I've started doing a circuit and stuff and everything. Generally, I seem to be doing really, really well. Um, don't even know what fun is at the moment. I've got to be honest, Bryn's a bit of a sad sack. Bryn doesn't go out. Bryn doesn't do anything. Bryn goes to work, turns up for his family, shows up for stuff. But yeah, I used to climb things, fall off things, jump off things, swim in things. And I'm doing fuck all at the moment. So I do feel like I'm a bit of a sad sack, but I suppose I'm just having a pity party. Um, Apart from that, yeah, um, just a bit of that. I mean, I'm on the antidepressants and I have been for... 18 months i get why i'm on them sort of thing but yeah just at the moment i'm I'm content i'm really turbo content everything is good i'm smashing it at work physically i'm i'm doing great on um my fasting my diet control i'm getting better at my calorie and my countables i started doing a mini circuit again and building up the repetitions in the morning um routines i'm good 
I'm just a sad sack, James. I've got to say at the moment, I'm just a little bit like I was putting reading down as my fun activity and I've like I've I've listened to about five audio books, read about nine or ten books, and I, I do it all and then nothing. I've just yeah. Why do you think you've fallen into that? Because the the stresses are finances. So I've managed to square away that the tax man's an arsehole and he owes me lots of money and he agrees. So that was great. Um, Work needs to be paying me better. And I've made that very clear. Um, So they've given me a load of work to be accountable for, which will lead to, you know, and and I get that. So that's absolutely fine. Um, I'm really supporting my wife and children in loads of different ways. So, you know, they are, I believe they're really happy, you know, from my four-year-old all the way up to the 43-year-old. Um, so in that sense, it's on the four pillars, the original four pillars. I'm really content. It's just on that fifth pillar. I kind of, and it's, it's got to have some validity because I am not, I, I'm, I don't hang out with mates. I don't have a hobby. I'm a boring prick and I've got no idea what I need to be doing to change that. So. What do you think? So I always think there's an opposite to something. So when we look at fun, the opposite of fun is probably stress. Mm. So like, you know, I always look at it as a face-to-face battle. It's like, if I want to have more fun and I'm not having fun, then it's got to be the opponent that's dominating or smothering that pillar. So stress. So what, what's the number one stress? Just Uh, number one stress. Too many, so many things I want to achieve, and there's, there's literally not enough hours in that's the day. The, I don't, I don't believe that's the stress. What's uh, the stress? Um, You've already mentioned it. Finance, and I don't know. Finance. Uh, okay. It's the only everything that when you talk to me about when you message me, you hmm. always mention finances. Interesting. So I think that on your mind constantly is the con- con- constant worry of security. So yeah. do you have savings? Uh, I've got 165 quid in my savings account. The wife's got 515 in hers. I have okay. no credit card there. I've got no overdraft. Okay. Um, so. Okay. So there's a couple of interesting things that you said when you were talking. One of them was that you didn't feel that you were getting paid enough, which yep. that naturally triggers a low self-worth, low self-esteem. I don't feel valued in the job that I'm doing. How many job application forms have you put into other jobs with a higher pay in the last three months? I haven't because the work-life balance that I've got. So I am, at, I'm sort of at the top of the, within my business, it's very niche, what we do. And I am kind of uh, at the pinnacle of it. And the, so we've been delivering half million pound contracts, one million pound contracts. We just picked up a three and a half million pound contract. I've been given the lead on that and there's a four million pound contract coming through the door and I'll probably be the lead on that. So ha- picking up those two is the elevator to me to be saying, right, I want a 20% pay rise. So that's the, have you communicated that yet? Yes. Yeah. Okay, and I've also, great. I've also um, put it in black and white as part of my PDR. They are paying for my masters. So I've asked to do a masters and they've agreed. Um, and that's a 10 grand. So I'd rather have them pay for that and give me the cash at the moment because obviously I'll okay. get taxed on it. So, yeah, I, I am acting on it, but it's, yeah, it's just I'm not having any fun, JB. Yeah, because I think you just you've put a blanket over fun. 
if you think of fun as a fire, you you just put a blanket over it because of all this fear of money and finance. Do you yeah. know what I mean? So the biggest yeah, yeah, fun yeah. that we can have, the, the most fun that we can have is things usually that are free. So like fun is doing stuff with the family, right? So the things that I do for fun, and it's sometimes it, it it's stupid. It's like swimming in the sea. It's like trying to strangle someone at jujitsu. It's like going to a competition. <laughs> it's like, do you know what I mean? It's these type of things. It's doing stuff that I think that gives you an escapism from all of those responsibilities. So you're piling up all of these responsibilities, pressure yeah. to provide for the family, providing for everybody else, doing all of these things. This is great. But then what are you doing to escape that world? And that's how I see fun. It's like, I'm in the matrix now with you guys. But when yeah. I switch this off, what am I doing to have fun? What am I doing to forget? And and it's different for everybody. And this is where you have to go out and you have to be really proactive with the things that you want to achieve. So like, you might not even know it, but you might want to go and join a five-side fucking football team. You might want to go and play golf. You might want to take your hand up in jujitsu. You might want to go join a swimming club. You might want to go join a triathlon club. You might want to go join a running club. There are you saying, oh, I don't want to do that. And never experiences like when you turn around to your kid and they go, I don't like broccoli. You've never had it. Do you know mm. what I mean? So you, you've got to go out and taste these things. And that's the process of having fun. Do you know what I mean? So one of the things that I'm I'm planning to do is just take myself up to the Highlands to go wild camping for four days, but like just by myself, because it brings back all those memories of military. That is the sort of thing that you would love to do. Like, mm. you know, how many times have you put yourself at the top of the priority list? And I think over the months that you've been with us, this is you. And this is where you are in your priorities. You're coming down, it's coming down, it's coming down. And it's not just you. It's like a lot of people on here. You won't be the only person because it's career, it's finance, it's security, it's everything else that's going on. So because we're putting so much energy into that, you don't think there's any time. Mm. I don't know if you ever remember this. When I talk about planning for your week, the first thing you should be putting into your week is what are you doing for fun? And you, there are some things that are very yeah. similar. So, for example, my health goals, they happen to be fun. So, for me, my fun is jujitsu. So, like, I do six hours a week. It's the first thing that goes in my journal. Before I do my working hours, before I do my family time, before I do my personal development stuff, the first thing that goes on that diary for the week is when am I, where am I getting my jujitsu sessions from? That's it. And then I work it backwards. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? uh, you're, yeah, you're right. I'm just looking at my diary and I've got like, <laughs> it's, it's all, it's all like routines, health, yeah. family, yeah. business. And the, yeah, there's, yeah. <laughs> there's, there's no, there's, yeah. No fun. All right then. No so fun. I set myself a challenge then. Yeah. I will yeah. join a club in the next three months. Just, just do it. Don't wait three months. Fuck that. Like get it, find a club by the end of the month and just start with that club. Give them a month, go and do something with it and see what happens. Right. Like you've got you've got bootnet mentality in you. Go and fucking join a jujitsu club. Like, mate, you will love it. Like it's right up your street. Do you know what I mean? It's right up your street. It's All the right. same camaraderie. It's the same banter. It's the same mentality. You will love it. Okay. okay. Next focus group with a neck collar on. <laughs> I've learned to say over the last over the last year eighteen months, I've learned just to say yes and then do it because I've do it. I I got so. I got into a place where I just said no all the time mm. because by saying no, I protected myself by saying no, I didn't put myself in harm's way by saying no. Yeah. 
and, and I, it's so easy to say no. Uh, yeah. And yeah. like with the wife, she messaged me, can you do this? I used to go, no. But now I go, yes, and then I work out a way of doing it. So, so when yes. I was on my mastermind last week, we were talking about this yes, uh, yes uh, feature. And like for one day or something, one of the guys was saying, you have to say yes all the time. And I was like, fucking hell, it's a big stream. What if someone asked to give you him a blowjob or something? You'd be like, fucking <laughs> yes, they have to fucking give us a blowjob. But like it's like it's a case of what you do in a week is every opportunity that comes your way, you say yes to. Okay. You know what I mean? And it's like within reason. It's kind mm-hmm. of like, here's an opportunity. Yes, I could try and do that. And it's like, I'm I'm quite the same. I am definitely like not um I'm not the most sociable person. Like you might not believe that. I am a massive introvert. So, but whenever we get asked <laughs> to go anywhere or we get asked to go to family meetings, and I'm like, no, I don't. I don't want to fucking talk to anyone. I like. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I talk to well, everyone. In my job, twenty four seven. But yeah. I, I, I. But by do by actually expressing myself and getting out there. Last week, I had some really great chats. I nearly didn't go last week because I didn't want to talk to anyone. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it and and it's like. Uh, get out of that say yes let's go let's get it done so i just need you to do more of that yep no 100 percent. that's great thank you very much no worries lee guys get your hands up get your hands up yeah it was coming up on you yeah good you i'm all right right so what's the answer that the men need that's the video earlier very good enjoyed that yes yeah so for me it's comfort zone right so Get up in the morning, do what you got to do. Work from home three days a week. Going to London twice, twice a week. Weekends. Got sixteen-year-old, you know, flying for the Marines and all that sort of stuff. Love that. So everything's in a like comfort zone. So struggle with a journal. Struggle to write it down. <clears throat> like a mental block, as we've discussed before. For me, it's trying to step out of that comfort zone. I think to get that started, to get listening to the guys here already. You know, I can make excuses for the last three weeks, chest infection sore throat, God knows what, laid up. There's loads of them, you know, dad's in hospital, all that sort of stuff. But anyway, how do you get out? How do you step out of that comfort zone that you're in, that you find yourself in after a period of time? That's where I am. What is a comfort zone? Well, the fact that you, you, your comfort zone is what you do every day. You get up in the morning, take a dog for a walk, whatever you do, you start work. It's making that change. A bit like Brim was just saying about joining a club or something like that. See what I mean? For me, it seems like I've found myself in a routine that's comfortable and it works for me because I work. Do you see what I mean? And I, you know, I've got, I said older kids, so it's not so much, you know, I still make time for them clearly, obviously, but not fun as in, you know, like when a younger, you go out on a bike or, you know what I mean? Lots of that sort of stuff. So to me personally, it's now stepping out of that comfort zone to put yourself in a position where it kickstarts what you're trying to tell us to do. Are you not doing that with the routines that you're doing? No, because the morning routine is like the game's become comfortable. Okay, tell me through your morning routine. So I get up about five o'clock. Yep. Make myself a coffee. Stop a minute. Yeah. Is getting up at five o'clock a comfort zone thing? Um, Not at five o'clock in the morning, it's not. Okay, okay, let's carry on. Next thing. Yeah, so get up, coffee. Maybe do a bit of stretching, a bit of yoga, take the dog for a walk, come back. Um, depending on Albert, because he's now getting on the train, only have to get him ready, drop him up the station. So a lot of it's become about other people. Do you see what I mean? So morning routine has changed the game because he's going to college. Do you see what I mean? So it, for me, 
it's getting back onto the journal and being able to start that process again. I think that I was in a good position a few months ago. Obviously, that all changed. You see what I mean? So Okay. So so there's a couple of things here. Like, I'm in the comfort zone all the time because I'm comfortable doing my position, following my routine. So, like, getting up at 4.15 is my comfort zone. Yeah. Like, doing my routine from 4.15 right throughout the day. And if you follow me on Instagram, you see that I put this up regularly. Like all the time. That's my comfort zone. When I go to jujitsu, I'm in my comfortable zone. Yeah, but I don't do that sort of thing. That's what I'm saying. What okay. I'm trying to explain, I think, is mine is work, a bit of home life, work, that's it. You know what I mean? There's no okay. jujitsu. You know, so, so what's different so what do you want to be different? Well, I want to I want to get to a point where I can actually sit and write, plan a week. I can actually sit and write and look at it rather than going I'll do it in a minute or I won't do it. Do you see what I mean? You know, that mental block of actually... What we're missing... So so what we're actually missing is not... You're not in a comfort zone. You're just not doing the work. Yeah. I think that's... that's that, You know, that's the point I'm trying to make to see what okay. I mean. That, because life revolves around the same 24 hours, a bit like what I used to call it, grand old day or whatever. You know what I mean? You know, so that... Because that's worked and it, it's a comfortable zone to be in. But it's yeah. not when you're trying to achieve something what we're trying to achieve here. Do you know what I mean? If I asked that question to you and you were the coach, yeah. what answer would you give to me? Well, I'd, I'd probably say start start with, like you've mentioned before, start with something small. Start with, you know, writing your morning routine down or writing in your journal or something like that. But I think okay. the problem is I've got to a point, Jamie, if I'm honest, where we started it. It started really well back in February, as, as you know. But then now it's like this. Do you know what I mean? There's so much going on, so much to do you think, I'm never going to get it all done. Do you know so what coach, I mean? mate, so, Lee, I want you to, like, I'm, I want to put you in a position where I'm you, I'm saying it's too much, it's too much, mate. I don't know what I'm going to do. Yeah. I don't, I don't. So I don't know what I'm going to do. So what am I supposed to do? Well, I think, like, so looking at it, like, so you start, change the morning routine again, like we did before. Do you see okay, what I mean? how do start... I do that? What shall I change in the mornings? Well, not, I wouldn't say get up slightly earlier, but I would, you know, I would say maybe don't make the coffee, go straight out, go into the yoga, go to the, you just see what I mean? I, this is the thing, David. I do have Lee, have the confidence in what you're saying and follow it through. Yeah. And that's, that's the thing that, yeah, but that's the thing is getting, stepping over that line to get these things done. And I know you can say it's only me that can do it. And I get that. I understand it. But sometimes you fall into that whole routine and that routine works and it's not right. You know what I mean? So the reason I'm pushing you like that is because no, no. you, anything I say yeah. is going to be right or it's going to be wrong. It depends on the individual that listens. Okay. Yeah. And I'm wondering if anything that I say is going to change you. All right. Okay. So anything that I tell you to do, if I told you to get up, oh, I want you to get up. You're absolutely right. Bin the fucking coffee, walk straight out the door, go and do your morning routine, go and do your RPG. Write it down on your phone. Come back. Do 20 minutes yoga. Go straight into meditation. Get showered. Get changed. Focus on your clarity for the day. What are the top three things you're going to do for the day? Bang, do that every fucking day. If you don't do it, every time you don't do it, I'm going to put a bullet in your foot. Then I'm going to put a bullet in your knee. Then I'm going to put a bullet in your head. And I'm going to work my way up there until I do it. So not only have I now just given you a structure, I've now given you an incentive. You're frustrated. I can hear in your voice how frustrated you are with it. So yeah. what I'm saying is, Lee, is that everything that you need is in 
the bloop is in the blueprint. How much of the blueprint have you done? 25%. Okay, 25%. So you've done the morning routine. So that must yeah. you must have done the first two frameworks. Now I put that at when did you get it? At the start of October or September? No, yeah, middle of September, wasn't it? Middle of September. So two a good two months, right? Yeah. Two months. So that's so really where we should be is probably around 80%. Yeah. Yeah. So why I, do you think you're at 25% and not 80%? Because I haven't done it. Why? Because, like I say, it, it's that whole, it's it, it's it's when you go to do it, as an ex, you know, and it, you try not to make excuses, but I get a lot of external distractions with Albert and all the rest of it and work, life. Do you see what I mean? Is Albert, is Albert your boy joining the Marines? Yes. Right. Can I give you some advice now? If he's ever going to pass Buck and Royal Marine training at 16, you've got to stop yeah. doing everything for him. No, yeah, I, I get that. Yeah, but yeah, I do understand that. Yeah. So you tell him, son, yeah. get up an hour early and walk your fucking self to the station because there's yeah. no one come to save you. When you're in. I'm telling you now, if he fucking showed up as a recruit for me, he'd be out in two weeks if he can't even get himself sorted in here. Yeah. Lead you to lead them. Yeah. You're not going to lead your boy. You're not going to lead your life or your wife if you are too fucking caught up helping a 16-year-old. I would, and this is not because I'm a dick, I would never fucking give my son a fucking lift from where his house is down to the station. He'd fucking walk it because that's yeah. what I had to do. And that's not old-fashioned type of stuff. That's him trying to me to teach him to be more independent. Yeah. I made the mistake of doing everything for my first kid you know all our first kids were always doing that yeah but as, as we got down here now it's more and more uh, you need to have responsibility the bloke is about to join the most elite force on the planet and if he yeah. can't get himself up and I, that's no disrespect to you but what i'm saying to you is your time and energy you're all over the place i'm listening to you and you're like fucking like a shotgun i've got this i've got this i've got this yeah. What about fucking Lee and where does Lee stand in all of this? And how does Lee get the best of his version? Yeah. Because okay. you're not plan you're you are not planning. That's no. it. That you are not writing stuff down. And I'm not going to turn around to you and say, I want you to do a 12 week plan. Okay. I don't want you to do um a fucking 28 day plan. I want you to do a day by day plan. Yeah. And okay. every single before you go to bed, before you go to bed every single night, you need to make sure that you've written down what you're going to do for your morning routine. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. So, when does it start? It starts at five o'clock. What time does your morning routine finish? Well, normally any time between seven and half seven, but it just depends on work. You see what I mean? So, okay. So, let's say seven. So, you have a two-hour window. Yeah. That is monumental. Yeah. So you need to now go away and go activity, uh, mindset, clarity, gratitude. You've got the structure. Go back and watch module one or framework yeah. one of the blueprint and connect with that everything starts from there if you start doing that then you're going to start doing other stuff and Lee, i think that's you, a, you you have to reprogram the way that your brain's working yeah like, okay. this is a re, th this is for everybody as well everything we're doing in here is about reprogramming the way that our brain works the way that you think the things that are non go. This isn't a case of you being in here or oh, I'm trying to fucking make this in my life. I've got my life that's distracting me from doing this. This is your life. And that's the thing that I've worked out this year is that everything I'm doing is like, I'm not trying to force this. This is just the way that I live my life. So the cold showers, the getting up at 4.15, 
the discipline, the doing what I said I was going to do, that is just me having reprogrammed my brain over the years. Has to become part of life, doesn't it? It is your life. You wake up and go, I am fucking five o'clock riser. I do. No one gets my fucking time in those first two hours. That's what you should be saying. Do not fucking interrupt me in those first two hours. Yeah. Alfred or whatever, whatever the boy's name is. Albert, yeah. Albert, get your fucking self down to train and get yourself to work. Yeah. I bet um I bet you didn't have as many forms when you joined the Royal Marines, mate. Blimey. <laughs> as many what? As many forms to fill out. Oh, you want to see it now. Yeah, it's I can imagine. Yeah, I have I've, I've heard. Yeah, I've heard. Yes. Yeah. Um, reams and reams of it. But yeah, no, all right, mate. Thank you very much. I'll does see that make you. sense? Yeah, no, it does. And that's what I'm saying, because to me, it just went like that. And I thought, you know, just to chip away at it, but like you say, start the day routine each day, then build it up from there. Every, Brilliant. I'll see you every day, and I'll see you Saturday. Yes, I've got. I'm staying Friday night, and I've got a hotel down there, so I'll be there Saturday. And I'm getting the train up there, so I'm trying to make it a, a nice sort of weekend Friday and come back Sunday. So perfect. All right, nice well, one. See I'll see you then. Cheers, mate. No worries. Who's next? Come on, let's not sit there fucking struggling. Ed, let's go. Yeah, just sort of echoing what. Brin, where Bryn is really, I suppose it's just um, nailing th- things and sort of getting a a very definite positive routine going. But just feeling a bit like on the treadmill. A couple of things have sort of happened where, um, you know, I've just been a, a little bit paralysed by those situations, and that's allowed me just to, you know, the, the the routine has kept me kept me kept me right to be honest with you. But growing out of that getting the benefit of moving on from that oh it's almost like i'm stuck you know it's just i i i I don't know how to move forward sometimes from that paralysis it's almost like i can watch myself amongst it and also echoing what just ian was saying it's sort of it's not so much a comfort in that routine but there is a comfort because you know it's keeping you together it's sort of um progressing beyond that um that that push so you know it's been quite useful tonight because most of the the conversations sort of have featured around the same things you know same definitely with Bryn you know the, the the financial side of it for me yeah, absolute nightmare so everything else is kind of keeping it together but you just feel like you're you're just not getting anywhere it's just that treadmill moment so it's um what yeah, would progression look like to you well I don't I think you know um my situation has changed since the start of the year so I, I think I'm scared about going backwards more than about the progression side of it. I think I've got to calm the progression down because it's not quite the same angle as I had before. So what's wrong with going backwards? Nothing to a certain extent. I mean, uh, I've covered the bases of um, uh, work situation means I'm now going to have to go and find work with people, but that could be interesting in its own way that, you know, that, that that's good. I put myself out there and now that people know that I'm available, that's very positive. I think progression for me has always been about running my own ship my own business and my own thing and if that's not going to work out i just feel like i'm sort of going backwards you know so that that that's the you know you know that's the fear i suppose <laughs> what would make you happy in life what would make me happy in life are you happy um, in life nice little workshop at the bottom of the garden with no overheads you know um i don't think i want the employee side of it but i certainly want to carry on making things it's just um the battle between making money from that and it just being sort of an indulgence so you know 
Um, the workshop's worked out. You know, it hasn't lost me any money. But going forward, it's not going to work out. The other guy's pulled out the other half. So it's financially unviable. So therefore, moving forward, um, yeah, I'm back back for working for people. So that's fine because I know what will happen out of that. I'll be in a number of different scenarios and something else will fire me up and fire me off. It's fine, but it does feel like a bit of a backward step. It just feels like I'm falling back, but I'm not falling back on hard times and such. Um, I'm not I'm not going to be in a bad way with that. It's just, I suppose it's that change, isn't it? Um, it's, but it's so I think this, yeah, so I'm, I'm just going to cut you in there. So I, I spoke with a load of guys today who, who are potentially joining us today. And one of the things mm. that every single one of them are kind of going through, and I think that we, well, I know we all go through this and it's transition and mm. transition is one of those, um, it's one of those things where we evolve and when we change and, and when we transition from a vision to another vision or a direction to another direction or a plan to another plan and we're going yeah. through different and then there is different environments, there are different consequences, there are different risks, yeah. but there's also different potential and, and objectives. And we often talk about clarity and clarity is such a, a powerful emotion, I guess that for a lot of us, if we don't feel clarity, then we feel chaos. Yeah. And I think that unless we are able to acknowledge what the clarity is and we can picture it inside of our brains and we go, this is what clarity, this is my life, this is what I'm trying to achieve. And if we don't feel that, then we feel the opposite, which is chaos, which is where yeah. I think slightly you are slipping yeah. into because actually this is not this is not what I planned. This is, this this is not what I planned. Yeah, 100%. It's not what I planned. This yeah. is what the direction. Yeah. Um, so it does feel like a little bit of a backward step. But uh, I will look on the positive side of it, putting my name out there again. People go, oh, you're available. It's great. Yeah. So it's not a bad thing. It's just um, I don't feel like a failure. It just feels a little, a little bit of a backward step. So like, the, my mojo's gone out. So, yeah, when I, when I realised that the writing was on the wall about that, I, yeah, it was about four weeks and it was just like, I knew what was happening. I could watch it in slow motion, but just not really doing anything about it. You know, it was just like that paralysis moment, you know, very strange to feel that again. Um, but, it, but don't you think that's just you being, that's you observing actually what's going on. So like that paral that paralysis or that feeling mm. that like that fear, if you like, <laughs> what yeah. what you're almost doing it's almost like an out of body experience where you're going. <laughs> it's 100% that. Yeah. And, and you're, you're like, what is going on here? What am I witnessing? What am I involving myself in? Actually, is this a good thing? Is this a bad thing? Yeah. And you probably haven't had enough time to be able to consume and sum all of that up. And every single person here, we're different. So it, like when I look at um, Stu, Stu's in front of me, so Stu Barnes, when, when he got that cancer diagnosis, that's that transition from going, everything is kind of like normal within life to now suddenly, fucking hell, this is a scare. Yeah, yeah. So suddenly yeah. it's uncertainty, right? So that's, yeah. a, that's another example. Me leaving the military, coming out, and then suddenly going, who am I? Where am I going? So with that transition, you're then conflicting your identity, who you are, and what you stand for. Those things are changing. And then there is yeah. obviously that fear that comes with it. So this is where working on ourselves, and this is another example of when we review ourselves and when we observe ourselves, we have to be able to adapt and overcome. Now, I've talked a lot about adapt and overcome. And it's, guys, it's not a case of going, oh, I've got a new job. I'm going to adapt and overcome. It's going to be fucking great. 
It's a process. It's and a it process. Might... Yeah, it was. It, it, it wasn't a click of the switch moment. It took four weeks of almost. Yeah. It, it, it would right, take you longer. Yeah. It would take like yeah. guys. It's going to take you three months to adjust. And this is if you don't adjust, and you ask your brain is programmed to go on this route here, but actually now you're on that route there. Your your mindset is going to be going down here, but you're heading that way. So yeah. there is going to be fucking confusion. Yeah, I can't. It's, I can't just switch lanes. I've still got to deal with the crap behind me. You know, it's not as easy as just um, into something yeah. new and being positive about it. That, yeah. that's the that's the bottom line. I'm still hundred percent, hundred percent. Are you there Saturday? Of course, mate. Yeah. Okay, yeah. good man. All right, I'll catch up with you. Then. Well done. Right. Good, great Take to open up because I think that was a great. I think that was a great topic for everyone here. Um, any more? Any more for any more? What have we got? What time is it? We've got about ten minutes. <laughs> Anyone else needs to come on? I can guarantee there's probably fucking about half of you just want to come on. Didn't ask me if I was coming. No, Brent, whenever I do I fucking know that you're going to miss it. Anyone else want to come on? I don't believe that there's people here that are fucking don't need to get something off their chest or they're struggling with something. If you're struggling with something, let me know. So everyone here is 100% full on. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, two part. just two hands here. Let's have a look here. Oh, we've done Steve... Lee Barton, have we done you? We have. I had a, one have. quick question about social media. That was all. Go on, then. go for you it. You know, you're, do you do you mainly? Because obviously, I was watching the things in the morning on Facebook. I come off Facebook social media as part of discussing we had a few months ago. Is Instagram your? Is your? Is that your main one um, for a lot of your stuff now? Uh, then, is it? This, all of them are. To be honest, next year will be LinkedIn and YouTube. So they're the two that we're pushing next year. So if you're on my YouTube account. Yeah, you'll be fine. That's where the majority of my work and link is there any way you can get it into the um, group thing? You know, like the app. Yes, or... I, somebody else asked me that. Yes, the mighty. That, I that's the one will, we use. Yeah, I, mate. I will set up a rise to thrive um, folder and start from start shifting in there as soon as I as soon as I get this seminar out of the way. My head will be a bit clearer. And I yeah. will let me just make a note of it now, so I don't forget. It's only because then you know, like no. Facebook and all the rest of it. Yeah, so it's fine. I don't really want to download. I'm happy to download this family, but if you're looking at putting oh, it all in the Mighty right. app, that would be so much better. Yeah, you, you like probably get too. maybe get a bit more into reaction if it's on there as well. Do you see what I mean? Not spread. Yeah, they go up. They do go up randomly, but um, yeah, I'm, I'm absolutely yeah, yeah. So I but I set a, a home for them, so they'll go up regularly. That's fine. No worries. Yeah. Thank all right. You. Now, uh, Steve. Evening, you all right? Uh, yeah, you bro? Yeah, not too bad, not too bad, thanks. Um, it, it was just, I mean, I've, I've spoken to you about this before on the, on the E90, so I'm still struggling with that, that big vision, you know, so, you know, my routine and my, my maintenance stuff is good, you know, being an old soldier and that, I, I like the routine. I get up, I do my morning routine and I do do what I need to do, probably, most of the time. But it's just, you know, the, the big vision, you know. I sometimes watch your posts and see people chatting about what they're doing and, you know, everyone seems, you know, sometimes it seems to be really intense, like, you know, you're really busy in the morning and you've got your own business now. And I just wonder... What have, have I missed out on something? Because I seem to be kind of like, I don't know. It's difficult to say, but you know, maybe am I happy? I'm happy with my lot. I've not got any your pressures at work. Probably at home with the kids and my wife and supporting all that and stuff, and and my planning. You know, so 
I don't know. I just sometimes think, am I missing something? And I like. Do, I you, think... do you feel like you're missing something? Well, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, a big idea. I don't know. A big. Do you feel you know, pressured like said, that you need to have it, Steve, or do you actually want to have that? Well, I would like to. I mean, I, I, I do find myself struggling for that, you know, thing to do. I, I, I collect hobbies for a hobby, you know, find, finding that thing. You know, I'd like to be an expert in something. I'm still looking for that, I suppose. Um, why, why do you want yeah, that? I don't know. Why Maybe do... I'm overthinking it too much. Why do you want to? So... Well, I think you need a purpose, don't you? I okay. think it's that purpose and vision and direction and... What's your purpose? I don't at know, the am I overanalyzing it? Should I? It, it'll come to me, or what? What's your purpose? Have you got any purpose at the minute? Do you kind of feel like you've got a purpose at the minute? No. You still there? Yeah, I'm in it now. Can you see me now? Just about. Yeah, you're bright. You're definitely intermittent. Yeah, I've got you now, JV. Do, do you feel like you've got a purpose, like? In your life now? Well, look, I mean, I'm coming to the end of my, I mean, I'm a police officer, so I'm coming, I'm, I'm due to retire from that in about three years, although I'll be 50, I'll be 52. So I've still got plenty, maybe whether I'm, you know, I've done my time in the army, I've done my time in the police, and it's another part of my life that I'm still, I, I'm conscious I want to start planning for the next phase. Okay. I'm still kind of like maybe looking for direction there or, yeah, I don't know. It's just you could do anything, Steve. When you left the old bill, what would it be? Like, forget, well, forget, forget constraints. What would you love to do? Well, I'm a practical person. I'd like to be something like a, you know, a cabinet maker or something like that. I haven't. I'm, I'm a, I'm a DIY woodworker, and I really like that. And I sometimes think, you know, the three years I got, I can start training myself. Obviously, I'm not going to be a master cabinet maker in three years. Something maker. like that, yeah. You know, woodwork okay. and stuff like that, and, and just okay. making something. I'm a, pra you know, you know, I have that idea of being, have my own business, doing something like that. You know, okay. if I if I had the dream of just, yeah, coming so up, you, you know, th there's your vision. Yeah, th there's your vision. There you go. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, why don't you start a business, start making handcrafted cabinets? And stop yeah. and start and start marketing over in the next three years. Like, what is stopping you from doing it? Yeah, I mean, I, I've I've got a little bit of a side hustle, as in I collect. And I sound a bit weird, but you know, collecting vintage hand hand tools. And I've you know, I've made a few quid in buying them and selling them and stuff like that. But then again, I overthink it. And I go, yeah, but if I turn it into a business, it won't be fun anymore. But. <laughs> So I shoot myself down in, you know, then I've got that dilemma. But maybe I'm just, yeah, I'm oh. just maybe I'm totally overthinking it. And... I think in the space of three minutes, we found two things that you love doing that could be a vision and that could probably set you up for the next five to ten years. But the problem is you're overthinking and there's a fear-based thing and it's like, what if, what if, what if? What if you get to three years from now, you're finishing the force and you're like, well, I should have really fucking started three years ago, right? I Like, it, it's a case of really embracing yourself and going and going, this is the thing that I love doing. This is the thing I'm really fucking good at. Let's go and make money with it and let's go and fucking run with this business and see what happens. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. You've yeah. got your vision. It's not the vision. It's the blockers that are stopping you. Yeah. 
it, it, it's the dare to dream mentality, right? So I, um, so I wrote a new passage. So in my new book, I was writing a new passage of um, Forgotten Dreams. And I remember doing some research on this and, and just even hearing Forgotten Dreams, it's quite, you know, you think about like, you must be nearly 80. So if you think about in that 80 years of your life, like, and you look back at your life, you would think about how many dreams that got buried. So everyone in here, everyone's had a dream that they just buried because they didn't follow through with it. Do you know what I mean? Mine was, mine was that I didn't go to special forces. And it's like one of those things that always itch and get like and gets me. Do you know what I mean? The other one was that I didn't go traveling when I was younger. I didn't go and see the world. The other one, the same as there. I, I always wanted to be a pilot because I wanted to travel the world and, and the views from the cockpit would have been amazing in flying. So all these dreams are just things that I buried because I didn't think I was good enough. I didn't think I could achieve them. I didn't follow through with it. Do you know what I mean? So there's always something. And I always think to myself, God, I think maybe there is a part of me that shows up every single day and goes, I don't want to have that feeling again. And I woke up and I sometime in early October and I went, I'm going to give everything to the business because everything's been about family up until now. And I really want to see how far we can take this empire. And you've probably seen changes already in terms of from the outside with the rebranding and everything we're doing. And it's a case of just going, I just want to create a league of elite gentlemen, putting putting a group of elite gentlemen together, taking them as far as we can take them, taking this as far as we can do it and just going all in. Because what I don't want to do is like, if ever I get to the ripe age of 70s, look back and go, I didn't give it everything. I did like, you know, I didn't take it around the world. I didn't write the books. Stop procrastinating. Stop wasting time. Stop worrying about fear. Stop worrying about what people think. Stop saying tomorrow and just get done today. And I think the more you have that mentality, the more it injects lightning and rocket fuel into you to just go, to do it. So whenever you say, Steve, oh, I'll get round to it. Fuck that. Go. Get in and do it. Do you know what I mean? Start the process. Yeah. Build a cabinet. Like, how long does it take to build a cabinet? Uh, uh, yeah, a good one. A couple of weeks, I suppose, all depending on your, on, your, on your skill level. So, yeah, it's... So I've got a challenge for you. I've got a challenge for you to get this started. Build two cabinets by the end of the year and sell them for Christmas. I'll give it. I'll give it a go. Yeah, okay. I'll give it a go. Yeah. But don't don't come back and go. I've got this. Just go right tomorrow. I'm going to figure out how I'm going to. I'm going to plan it. I'm going to figure out when my deadlines are, and then I'm going to put the time and energy in. And now all of a sudden you're having fun. You look at the way that you're laughing. You're like fucking. I like that idea. And even if you get those two cabinets done and they're ready to sell for the new year, then fucking bang. You have just put some time and energy into something you're passionate about. Yeah, okay. Happy? Yeah, no, right. it's good. Thanks, JP. Cool. No worries. Are you Are you there Saturday? Not at the moment. Um, my wife's um, working at the moment, but I've got to try and do some manoeuvring. I may be, I've got, I bought a ticket, but yeah, I've got to do some manoeuvring around, but hopefully should be. So I get it. The wife's in charge, Steve. Say no more. At the moment, yeah. <laughs> right boys um, if you're there Saturday really look forward to seeing you all um, for man hugs and some fucking home truths baby um, but in, in theory it's going to be really really good we're going to be looking at um, uh, awakening your potential um, we're going to be looking at some planning and time constraints and then we're going to look at standards and discipline and then you've got the three speakers as well three really great speakers 
Um, I've had a look at some of their stuff as well, and I think it's going to be a really, really good day. Uh, and that's it. Happy, safe trip, safe travels. Um, and I will see you all Saturday. And if not, I'll see you in the next focus call. Ciao.